y'all could ask me whatever. <laughs> like, it's oh, free, I got it's some crypto. I got some crypto questions for you. Don't don't worry about that. Ooh, crypto! <laughs> Yikes! Those questions—they're not—they're not as potent as they used to be. Last time we talked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome in on another episode of the Outside the Lines podcast. Today, we have recurring guest Craig Brackens, 21st overall pick in 2010. He wore the number 21 for your Iowa State Cyclones. We have him on the pod today, and he's going to give us a little bit of his insight analysis on this year's team. As you all know, he was very close with TJ Otzelberger. So we've just been wanting to talk with him again. It's been too long. Craig, I appreciate you joining us, man. Appreciate you guys having me, man. It was a great time the first time, and um, I'm very excited to be back. Yeah, absolutely. It's It's been too long. We appreciate you hopping on, especially last minute. Um, but yeah, like, like we mentioned, we're, we're just going to talk ball about Iowa State this season. It's been pretty, honestly, this is my take. It's been pretty damn good so far. I honestly was thinking we might have a little bit of a regression, but hell, I don't really see much of that at all. So before I really get into kind of like my deep dive questions for you, just give me a little bit of an elevator pitch. What do you think about the Iowa State Cyclones this season, 2022, 2023? Um, to be honest, man, they're they're really, really good team. Um, defensively is their their DNA. Um, the way they get after the ball, uh their help side defense is something I I don't think I've ever seen before in college uh, when I played. So I, I know defensively they're locked in. I, I haven't seen many um, college teams this year play defense the way they get after it. Um, offensively, they share the ball very unselfish. Um, you don't know who's going to score or have the big game that night, which make you it makes you very dangerous, especially when you're, um, you know, other teams, when, uh, you know, your, your, your opponents are game prepping for you. Um, it's not just one player that you have to focus on. Um, their guard play, their guards are stone cold, man. I mean, they don't shy from pressure. Um, it's pretty fun to watch those, those kids. I don't know them at all, but, uh, I could tell TJ has instilled, um, just a just a presence of of just stone cold killers in a man and it's it's fun to watch they're a fun team to watch um i've seen probably i would say half their games this season possibly maybe a little less but all the big games i watched and i don't see any type of scared uh nervousness um they're not afraid of anybody <laughs> mm-hmm. dead air Dude, I'm waiting. You, you want my take on it? I, I want your take on it. Craig, we've been doing this new thing where I uh, try to not talk over new. It's been going horribly so far. but uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just it's left all these awkward pauses in the podcast. Yeah, so, like, at first I was like, uh, oh, was I supposed to keep going? I, didn't know. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> We're I never on. know if Mason's going to keep talking. That's the thing. <laughs> it's it. like it. he can sometimes be a runaway train with it where I'm just like, all right, I'll let you do your thing. Um, I, I get I get that. They they tell me I do that sometimes when it's something I'm really passionate about. It's like, CB, CB, chill out. And I'll be like, oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just over here biting my tongue. All right, new. You got it. No, I I mean, I, I would I would definitely agree with a lot of things that Craig said. This this team plays defense at, you know, a phenomenal top 10 unit level. We've seen the way that they just shut down teams. They slow down teams. They make teams play the way that they want to play. I think the only game I've watched this year where it didn't happen was the Iowa game. And I think that was just such an anomaly of a game because it was, we were even forcing tough looks on Iowa. I think they did do a good job of um, using our, like our help defense against us and kind of getting some open three looks for the most part. And they're hitting them, which if you're hitting them against it, that's kind of one of the things that we, we can give a little bit on, on our defense. But right. you have to, you have to make good passes. You have to be you know control the double team usually in the post and and, and around you know baseline and stuff like that. But this team, um, aside from that game where Iowa just shot out of their ass, and then on the other end we couldn't really get anything going. It 
this this team is everything's a dog fight with them it, it is mm-hmm. it is like you know you're getting 40 minutes of you have to work your ass off and if you're not on your game they're going to take advantage of you and then the, on the opposite end is we, we have a lot of leaders and guys with mm-hmm. great experience that offensively can take over games or offensively can kind of like right the ship when when it's needed i mean we've seen jaron holmes has really stepped up lately the dude has like just been an absolute like calming presence on the court when you need a bucket when you need someone to like hit free throws do whatever it seems like he's answering the call gabe we i mean we we've seen what gabe can do in big games he he just fucking loves the spotlight and then i mean who can score on shoon it's like impossible it it seriously is like the dude's wingspan is ridiculous and it's it would be just terrifying to drive into the lane seven, and see seven, that eight, man, I man. Believe, right? Not yeah. to cut you off, but yeah. seven, no. eight. Seven, eight. That's insane. Mm, yeah. And, and, and he's even, like, we've even seen him, like, he's been running great pick and roll, um, and, you know, alley-oops, all that kind of stuff, you know, little floaters. Him and Lipsy, I think, have a great connection kind of going. And that I think that's the other thing that we've seen is Taman is getting settled in and mm. really getting comfortable in his role. He's not mm. being asked to do a lot. It's kind of it's 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 freshman year Monte Morris esque where that team was surrounded with a lot of great talent. It was more mm-hmm. offensively, but Monte just had to run the offense, had to do his things on the defensive end and take care of the ball and, and kind of like, you know, initiate things. But it, he wasn't asked to do a lot. But then there's there's every once in a while where it's just like, hey, Monte steps up and and that's an easy role for a freshman to come in and do right away. Absolutely. And I think we've seen Lipsy really handle that. So I, I love this team. You know, I was, I was skeptical last year at the start of the year. I was like, we don't know. We're, we're coming off a, a team that returned two people. We won two games a year before. Is this right. really like, you know, we're playing out of conference. Anyone can go undefeated and out of conference for the most part. Like, is this for real? Once we get to the big 12 and they proved it in the big 12. And, and, yep. and I think we're seeing that, you know, Ots has this instilled and it's, it's awesome. It's so awesome to see. I, I got to watch Hoy ball, which was fantastic. It, it really rejuvenated. I think Iowa state basketball for the most mm-hmm. part uh, in that, that gap in between kind of, you know, the early two thousands, you know, the McDermott years were, and then, and then Hoy ball really brought it back from kind of whatever. And now we're, we're kind of seeing it back, but a, a totally different style that I think also, plays better to the tournament and plays better consistently on like a nightly basis. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So my question for you, Craig is, you know, we, we don't know TJ near as well as you, you know, you were in practice with him in the locker rooms with him. So I was going into this season expecting a lot of the same where we're just kind of like grinding it out, but like maybe having a little bit more offensive luck and what he's proved me wrong is he's developing these guys offensively more than I thought he could. At first, Tame and Lipsy, it felt like he was afraid to shoot the shot. And now he's not. Um, and, and he's not afraid to drive to the hoop. Um, same with Shun. It looks like his footwork down low has improved. So all these things that I thought was a little bit more of a weakness on Otzelberger's end, I'm proving like he's proving me wrong. So you tell us, are there any things that you know, you think, I don't even know if it's necessarily a weakness of Ots, but something that he maybe focuses on a little bit less that you think maybe could help the team, you know, at, at the tail end of this stretch here. Well, if I know TJ, like I know TJ <clears throat> defensively, not surprised. That's TJ. That's who he was when, you know, I, when we were there, when he was an assistant with McDermott, he, it was energy. It was defense. If you didn't do it, he'd hop in the drill and show you how to do it. That's who energy, that's who Ots is. You know what I mean? And to put a wrinkle in this, which is funny, and, I, and I'm and i not 100% sure because I, I, I've talked to TJ a handful of times this year so far. Busy man, so I don't try to bug him too much, you know. Um, I congratulate him, text him every big win that he has and keep it going and he'll hit me back. But it's funny because if I think what I, what I know, the addition of Eric Crawford – on the bench, I think that's where all the development for the skill set is because that's who used to work with me and got me how I was scoring the ball, footwork, attention to details. Um, he was a grad assistant when I was there, came from – he played for McDermott at Northern Iowa. This guy, attention to detail, uh, improving your game, 
is incredible. And I was so happy that he came back to Iowa State because I know how close he was with TJ and I know how great of a person he is. I know how great of a mentor and helping to develop guys' games where he's the type that he's not going to make you do Steph Curry drills because you're not Steph Curry. He's going to take, you know, like you said, any of the guards and be like, look, this is your game. This is the film. Let me show you. This is how I can improve. You're afraid to shoot? Well, we're going to shoot. I'm going to show you why you can shoot. We're going to work on your form. And I believe that's what Eric Crawford is doing there. I don't personally know the other coaches that he has on his staff, but I personally know Eric Crawford. And that's one thing I can vouch because he's elevated my game. So um, that's where I think it comes in. So you got TJ's defense and say Eric Crawford is bringing in and some of the other coaches I'm sure have their own, you know, specialty, uh, you know, aspects of what they bring to, you know, helping the kids. I think it was a match made in heaven, to be honest, because defense wins games, but you also have to score the ball. And those kids look like they can score. And uh, I was watching the game and I remembered hearing that they're the fifth oldest team in the in the in the in college in Division One. Mm. That's not a bad thing either. No, not at all. I, I think, um, you know, having that veteran leadership is something that, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of that 2020 team where Rasir Bolton was heading our office. It, it felt young and it just felt really inexperienced. And, mm -hmm. you know, Newt mentioned Holmes earlier. That guy, day one, literally the first game, he's been our leading scorer. And I, I was almost thinking usually when you have people that transfer into a new system, it takes them a while to get acquainted, usually. And that wasn't the case for him. And I think that was what, to me, that's my biggest surprise. I, I mm -hmm. saw Shun play and I knew Shun was going to be amazing. Um, right. I saw Jaron play and I thought he would be amazing, but I didn't know he'd be amazing this quick. And I think right. like, you know, like we've talked about that veteran leadership is something that is an intangible that it's, it's just so invaluable. Like you need that. And um, I think that's kind of what's going to help us be, you know, most equipped to, making a, you know, a back end run in the regular season and hopefully something in March too. Um, okay. So Eric Crawford, is he, how does he develop offensively? Is it mostly with the shooting game or is it, you know, fundamentals? What What's his bread and butter when it comes to everything? Okay. Everything. He's feet, he's footwork. He's the right way. Why it works. You don't think it, well, he was younger when, when he was with me, he was a grad assistant. If we didn't believe it, we'd have to play him. You played Eric Crawford. He gave you buckets. <laughs> and uh, Eric Henderson too was there. Eric Henderson <laughs> is the head coach for South Dakota state where TJ was. He took over from um, TJ. I believe, I don't know if he took over right away or if it was a year later, I wasn't sure, but Eric, uh, Eric Henderson is the head coach at South Dakota state. He was the one to teach me how to rebound. So, uh, Hendo, that's how we that's what we called him. Uh he used to practice with us in cross trainers and give us work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget, um, we were getting ready for Kansas State. And this is uh Bill Walker and Beasley at the time. Ooh, and wow. they imitated Bill Walker and Beasley. And I promise you, it was more difficult to stop Hendo and Eric Crawford than it was. Beasley for some because you expect it from Beasley and Bill Walker I didn't expect that from them like they kicked our butt in practice bro like it was it wasn't I'll, I'll never forget it and ever since then that's kind of how I am now as an older player professional and I got younger kids or the kids even here where I live at in Arizona you know there's all Americans all around here and I see them at gyms and when I play against them they don't understand how this old guy is getting past them. He's not fast. No, I'm not fast anymore. I am persistent with what I do. There's a reason why I do what I do. You know, you don't have, I mean, Luka Doncic is an, an example. Jokic is an example. You don't have to be fast. You just got to know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like if you move with a purpose, it works. And, um, I, it, and, uh, there was another point you hadn't uh, mentioned. Um, Oh, with the leadership is more, it's very important. An example of that is Kansas. They're young and it shows. That's why they've been losing games. They look like a young team, scared against K State, 
uh, struggled against who they just lose to. Was it Baylor? It was Baylor. And yeah. I mean, that's a TCU before that. They're too, yeah. inconsistent. And it's little things that they're doing. And it's not the typical Kansas that you see. And, you know, Kansas teams have won young before, but they were a different type of breed of young because they always had a Sharon Collins as the leader or a uh, uh, Jeff Witty. <laughs> Witty, Witty was decent. I wasn't a big fan of his, but no one liked him. But like he yeah, stuck around for five. You know, he's like he's a no guy, offense you know? to Jeff because he's a great guy. You know, I I met him many times. Great guy. No offense to Jeff, wasn't one of my favorites because I just didn't understand why it worked. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> for what it's worth, that's me with Niang. When I watch him play basketball, I'm like. How? Like, how does that ball go in the hoop? It makes no I sense. Hosted, I hosted George when he came in, and uh, it was one of those things where <laughs> I just had to go at him. It, I used to, you know, what's funny, and this is something I wonder if, if McDermott could ever listen to this and, and and hear it because I used to host all basically from 2000. What was it? Mm, yeah, 2008. Let's call it 2008 until, and I used to come back the next years too. I used to play. He'd be like, he used to bring me to the sidelines when they come on their visits. Like, hey, we're trying to, we're trying to get him here. And I'd be like, oh, well, if he can't, if he can't handle this, then he ain't ready to come here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't give no slack to Melvin came, no slack. Royce, Royce came on a visit, committed to Minnesota, and then came to Iowa State. His visit, no slack. They stopped, they they didn't let me play anymore. <laughs> they did not let me play anymore. And I think you know what's crazy. I got hurt in that in that one, and then uh, went to the football game with my knee wrapped. And I think I I I don't know what I did MCL or something. Was out for a month and came back and mm. was fine. But <laughs> that's how hard I went. Like I didn't care if you're on a visit. You want to come here? You think you're good? Okay, we're gonna find out. <laughs> Just how I was. Like I needed because the McDermott era. We we weren't. We were slow the ball down. You know, we had two walk-ons with Sean Haluska and uh and Petey. Like, no, and they were great. It's not about that. But we weren't these Iowa State teams now. The Monte Morris, Naz, Melvin, uh, George, Bab. Like, yeah, I, can I get some of them? Like, I, I needed <laughs> one or two, man. And no offense to my guys. Like, this is not a stab at my guys who I played with. It just wasn't the same. I had a DG that couldn't shoot. DG does step back three. DG's a shooting point guard as a pro right now. Mm-hmm. They guarded they guarded Deontay Garrett at the the block like when I played. That's why I was doubled and tripled. Like you know what I, was I mean. Say, he was a more drive and kick type guy at Iowa State. He wasn't as much. Of a I love Deontay Garrett. That that's my man. But to watch oh. him as a pro now, I'm like I don't like you because where was that at when we played bro like <laughs> you know lucas steiger playing for the national team as a three-point shooter but you leave you leave you left us in the middle of the year like come on man like i didn't get wesley transferred on us like i didn't get i went to iowa state for a reason wesley and mike taylor mike taylor got kicked out wesley got hurt and then transferred uh, the whole reason wesley why johnson that is that is bringing up some uh, – that's like reopening some wounds there. I kind of forgot about that. Um, okay, so I, I want to ask you about more in yep. particular like Cal Shure because last year okay. he, w- he was at 36% from field goal and 23% from three. This year he's 44% from field goal, 36% from three. Um, and, and I think there, there's and, two things – Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. He guards the best player on the other team almost yeah. night in and night out too. He and that yes, most and, valuable, and so, most valuable set. Like to you, is that is he doing anything like off the ball, like differently, or is it is it maybe just hey, being in the system one extra year helps, getting that confidence helps, like, or do you see anything from his play from last year to this year that you think is the difference maker? I mean, it has to be. Something he's doing, you know, you got to give him credit for offseason work. I'm sure he worked his butt off. You know what I mean? Um, Being around a team that was, you know, the year before was two and 22, new coach. um, Not a lot of high expectations. They were picked to be last. You go to the Sweet 16. 
you build off of that. You know what I mean? That instills a lot. Um, confidence is everything. Comfortable, being comfortable in a system is everything. And, you know, if I know TJ, like I do, he's going to make you comfortable. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to make you feel like what you're doing is imp everybody's important. That's how TJ runs. No one is above anybody. You know what I mean? And I, I it has to be confidence. It has to be, I, I don't, you don't, Film, maybe, you know, watching, maybe he watched himself, certain things uh, improved, maybe some of the mistakes that he did last year to this year. There's a lot of things that could go into it, but that team oozes confidence, man. And it, it it's it's contagious. You know what I mean? It's contagious. It's fun. You sold out games and that Hilton magic, it, it that stuff is a lot, man. It, it It's a lot that goes into that. And like I said, when you're comfortable doing anything, you could do a blindfold. So that that's 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 my take on it from not being inside and and, and talking and, and knowing these kids personally and stuff. From what I see from last year, it's just they're they're walking around like they're you know it's like the, you know Kansas Duke North that's how they're walking around, and that's that's how you should. They earned it. Do you think it's like a natural sort of like uh, passing of the baton of leadership? Because Gabe was kind of one of the older guys to stick around from last year's team. You know, like Grill was here, but Grill wasn't. I, I would say Grill was mo much more of a specialist last year. He was kind of come right. off the bench. And we lost a lot. You know, Brockington was a big chunk of our offense last year. It was. You know, he and, was our entire offense. He was our offense. Was. We even see, like, like Bob Jones has taken a little bit more of a specialist role this year. And we've seen him thrive in it. Because, like, I yeah. think we asked a little bit more out of Bob Jones last year because of just where our bigs were, too. It was like, hey, like, mm -hmm. the the – the shelf isn't is a little bare than we'd like because hey, we're coming off a two win season and like yep. you're gonna have to step up. And I think I think that's a big reason why we've seen Bob Jones be able to be better when he gets his minutes is is right. because less is asked of him. And I think yeah. I think the thing with Gabe is like I, I feel like it's almost the baton passing because like from you know like the Tyrese leaving transferring thing. And knowing that Brockington and all these guys were going to be gone. Plus like Gabe kind of going off in the tournament. I think that all carried it of like Gabe being like, Hey, I might be the one that like people are looking to this year Absolutely. or like, I, I'm for sure the one here. We're going to see what happens with the transfers and stuff. But like you said, you never know how long it's going to take a transfer to settle in. Gabe was there from like off season day one. Yeah. I, I've yeah. That's, I mean, you've hit it on the nail. I, I believe it's like that. Um, you know, when you got a guy, you know, I'm, I, every year I had five, was it at least, was it five or more or six or more? I, I want to say it was five or more. Every year I was at Iowa State, five or more people transferred every year. So I had a, mm -hmm. I had a half a new team every year and being the leader, being the main guy on the team, it's a lot, but you, you have, you put it on your shoulders. Um, I'm sure the coaches told him we need you, but when you come from two and 22 and you just got to do what you got to do. You got to, and TJ figured it out. If, if Brockington was there, there, that's what it was going to be. You know what I mean? Uh, I felt like that's what happened my sophomore year. Wesley left, everybody transferred. It was just like, we got these new people coming in. Uh, you know, two walk-ons are starting. I'm just like, okay. And then, you know, getting to the A, you got to do something. And it's like, what, what, what do I do at the time? But when you're in the game and you, and you, you, you feel it, you, you have to, cause you're not playing for the back of the Jersey. You're paying for the, you're playing for the front of the Jersey. So it's like you, you, certain guys are built like that. I didn't, I don't think, I didn't think I was ever built like that, but I had to do it and I did it. It's never easy, but somebody has to do it, you know? Um, and I feel like that maybe that's what it, what it is. That's, I, I'm not sure. Like I said, I wish I, I could have, you know, I could get out there and, and, and talk to the team and see a practice and see what really goes on. But I know for sure they're building off that they built, they were, they're building off of that sweet 16 run. And it, it, I've never been to the tournament, but I know I could only imagine that's, that's a different feeling. And once you had a taste of it, you want more, especially when you know you, you probably could have beat that team to go on to the lead eight and what could have been, you know what I mean? So, um, 
and they're doing it in a in the toughest conference in the country right now. Sixteen number are one, beating, uh, beating first place in the best conference. It's, it's crazy right now. I, I think it's the it's the best. Fucking, yeah, I think it's the best. R- r- like r- like oh I don't know practice or whatever for the, we like for the tournament word, because it's like like you get ran through the ringer. You are facing teams that you have to be on your A game every fucking night or you're losing it's that simple whether you're at home or and especially you go on the road you go on the road you're getting everyone's best effort because the crowds are notorious you know we're seeing it we went to oklahoma state and and like we've knocked off all these great ass teams in hill and we go to oklahoma state and drop a close one it's like yeah people forget people forget the atmosphere in oklahoma state now they don't play no games in oklahoma state no and it's like they don't play games in oklahoma yeah (laughs) like Everywhere, you know, it's it's crazy. The talent, the coaches, everything. Like, it, it's... there's not a quite, and that's the thing with the Big Twelve now. Because of the teams that left and what the teams came in, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I want to say Texas might be the quietest team in the Big Twelve. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, and that's crazy because they hold like twenty three thousand. They they, also, they they've been bearing it. They're off. quiet for a reason. That was one yeah, of my. They, they're like, oh, our but head coach is here. But you get anymore. what I'm saying, though. Yeah, like, yeah. That's crazy to say. Texas basketball is the quietest gym because mm-hmm. I've I don't know TCU, but watching it, that place looks crazy. Yeah. K State, Manhattan TCU's is scary. always crazy. Yeah, West Virginia is nuts. The energy that TCU plays with too is like it, it scares me. <laughs> I'm just gonna be very real. I think they're a team that um, not only could win the Big Twelve tournament, but like could damn well make it all the way to the finals. I don't know. Um, They're different. different. So I want to ask you. Jamie Dixon is a a nut. There was a time in my recruiting, my my recruitment where uh, Jamie Dixon was at Pitt. This is my only team. I don't know why, because I went to prep school, and and I guess people forgot what I was doing or whatever. But I only had Pitt and Washington State. It was Jamie Dixon and uh, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. (laughs) Probably one of the greatest dudes besides uh, Lorenzo Romar that I've ever talked to in my life as far as a coach. These guys are different. You could talk to them and you will commit to his men's church league team and you're supposed to go to the NBA. Like that's just how these guys can just get you and how you just want them, uh, want to be with them or play for them. And I remember he was telling me like, yeah, you know, you're a little small for the Big East. We'll red search you. We'll put about 55 pounds on you, get you ready. I said, uh, uh, who, huh? how are you going to do this? Uh-uh. And he, and this, the way his presence, and I was, this was a young Jamie Dixon too. So I was just like, not going to pit. I don't think I'm crazy enough. Like, uh-uh. Like, I, I see how he gets those guys to play how they play. Like, just by being recruited by him, I was like, that. that's, that's a guy right there. Like, you know, that Rick Patinos and the Izzos, like those guys, like, they just they're different, man. You either gonna you're gonna go play for them or you're afraid of them. That's just how they are. There's no in between. <laughs> so I, I love this, and this is this is a question I had. I think the other thing that like it's like a pinch me, I'm dreaming cyclone kind of thing is like TJ is murdering the recruiting trail too. Like it's like this we have the number three ranked class heading into next year right now. That's we've never been like that's insane to say that Iowa State, yep. Iowa State of all of these basketball schools of all the blue bloods of every yep. whatever, we somehow right now have the third best basketball recruiting class going into like next year. Like it's a seriously a am I like dreaming? Like what's going on here? Because like this, I'm an Iowa State fan. I I know yeah. what this is supposed to be like. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. how. So, you know, it's like, you know, TJ, how does he do that? How does he compete with the Izzos? You know, like these, you know, Bill Self, besides, you know, money or whatever. But like, yeah, yeah. well, it's money now. <laughs> I yeah. had to throw that one in there. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's like, because it's it's crazy. It's, it's we're Iowa State. Like, we're at a disadvantage for South. It's, it's Ames, Iowa in the winter, you know, like, well, we got great fans we're a, and, and we're in a yeah. great conference and stuff. But it's like, we're not blue bloods. We're not giving people a ton of NIL money. Like, yeah, yeah, and he's still pulling that in. Well, with TJ, what a lot of people don't know about TJ once he left Iowa State, and even when he was at Iowa State, if you 
when TJ was at Iowa State as an assistant, if you name the guys that he brought in, it blow people's minds who he brought in. So I was TJ's first recruit to come in. He grabbed Deontay Garrett, uh, Melvin Ejim, Niang. That was his. Uh, I want to say it was either Monte Moore. No, not Monte. Naz. That was TJ. Uh, 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 he got Matt Thomas, Thomas too. I thought he got uh, Matt Thomas. Thomas was TJ. Yeah. That was that was TJ's doing. Uh, TJ brought in uh, Kane. That was TJ's doing. Oh, I believe. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. About like, All right. He brought in Kane. I, the, I like. I have no skepticism of TJ already, but Kane might like legitimately be my my one year favorite person. I've I've loved to watch play Iowa State basketball. He was. He, he did not care. He was stepping on that court, and he's like, "This is my court, and you're yeah, gonna have to fucking like take the ball." He does me. it overseas now too. Like he, that's just how he's built. So if you break that down, every like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Makes and I'm sense. not in this. It's just, and then the crazy part when TJ went to Washington, Was University of Washington had the top five recruiting class, and TJ was ranked number two recruiter besides i think it was kentucky's assistant so, so he's been doing this I, I want how like what makes him a good salesman though because new is notorious for always you know mentioning every reason why not to come to iowa state like he did oh, so good job new <laughs> but but he's right though like we don't have a whole lot of and i all of what he said so what makes him the good salesman because that makes a lot of sense hoiberg said i don't really like recruiting well, how can we keep landing these dogs? Well, okay, now we're learning it was more TJ. So how is he able to bring people to rural Ames, Iowa? And and uh, yeah, like what makes him a good salesman? I guess well, that's my question. TJ reels them in. So TJ is so real and can relate to anybody. TJ is TJ is five seven. And a half, if he 14. wishes, I'll give him five eight. Love that. Love he that. walks on his tippy toes, like it's my. He's he's like he's family, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> um, you know, he he has this short man complex. It's TJ. That's what we used to talk about, you know. But TJ, like he coached at Chipola. Chipola, the junior college in 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 Florida, is like if you go there, you're going D one, or you're you're going. You know what I mean, like. That's the stop. If you want to go to a to a top tier program, you go to that. He coached there. Dogs only went there. Like you couldn't if you showed an inst, uh, an ounce of fear to any, you're you're done. They're not listening to you. So he's been everywhere. He's done it all. He relates. Like you feel like TJ is family. TJ when he was younger, like an older brother at the time. Now. Like that uncle that's cool, like that cool uncle you always want to hang out with. Like Uncle Joe's coming. It's like, ha ha, man, Uncle Joe's going to be here. Like that's TJ. Like you want. And then to a Newton saying, you know, the negatives of Iowa State, you know, that's just that's personal. But one thing about Iowa State, when you go there, that it sells itself. You love it. I, I, I'm. It, it's 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 a little culty, I think. Like it's a way, like it's a way to explain a little bit because like you tell people, like I live in Pittsburgh now, so not a lot of people know about Iowa State, but they're like, dude, you're obsessed. And I'm like, yeah, because Ames, Iowa is like the greatest fucking place on the planet. So bro, and, and <laughs> do you know how do you know how I committed to Iowa State? Nope. How? I I was going to prep school in Chicago, drove all the way there on an unofficial. I was there for a football game. I want to say it was Kent State or uh or you and I, somebody. I can't remember the the actual team they played. I'm from Los Angeles, California. Cali boy. I don't really know much about snow. I didn't hey, own a winter coat until I got to Iowa State. Like, I don't know none of this stuff, right? This football game, I'm wearing glasses. I got like a t-shirt on, vans, Levi's, probably just Cali swag at the time. I go to throw something away right by the right by the student section. And this kid is looking at me and he goes, Craig Brackens. And I go, hey, what's up? The kid turns around and goes, hey, and he starts yelling. 
And I'm like, oh, did I do something wrong? Am I not supposed to be here? Like, I'm, I'm lost. The next thing I know, the whole section then continued to the whole stadium. We want Brackens, clap, right. clap, crack, crack. And I was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> oh, from, I had glasses on. This kid knew me. No one knew I was going to be there. No one knew. There was no one. It was unofficial. You can't announce this stuff. That's how dedicated and sick the fans are. And ever since that, I said, bro, I've never seen nothing like this. I, that love, that that they want me. Like, I've never been wanted that bad in my life, I felt. So you go there, and then once you go there, that snow stuff, and all, you don't worry about that. It's, you don't, you won't find, you will never be loved in my mind. Like, your mother loves you that much. You know what I mean? Your grandmother loves you that much. Like you don't see that. And I'm from LA. People don't care about nobody unless you're a celebrity or something. You people wave at you in Iowa. People help you. Like that's a different, that that's a different, different life, a different love. That that's what Iowa state is. And that kid who started chanting your name, he grew up to be Mason Magruder. I'm kidding. I'm totally discredited. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, I, hey, I'm that probably, would be cool. I probably hung out with him in my Iowa State days. And <laughs> I, I used to go to band parties. I used to walk into random places and people couldn't believe I was in their apartment. I'd be like, what do you mean? They're like, what are you doing here? I go, trying to have a good time with y'all what's up and they're like <laughs> and that's why i think they li like i interacted with it with everybody like bro i went to hockey games oh i never even people didn't it. even know we had a hockey team at the time what well, was it a club team it was the club team they weren't even official it still counts yeah True. hey i was in there and they were shocked that i was in there and then i go <laughs> hung out with the wrestlers like i thought the wrestlers were the coolest people <laughs> like your coach TJ Altsberger is one of them, so that makes sense. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but like my deal was the wrestling. Their coach, he was 159 and 0. Yeah, like Kale Sanders, I see a thumb wrestler, 159 and 0. That's amazing. Like you <laughs> get sick, you don't feel good, you mess up. Like 159 and 0 in your career, you didn't have a bad day, bro. Stop. Mm -mm. <laughs> Just okay, incredible. I, I want to ask you an annoying question because I'm going to ask you to try and be nitpicky. Okay. So going like going into the rest of the season uh, and I'll start, you know, what's like one thing that we got to get locked down. Otherwise it will bite us in the ass. Like it's, it's not one of those because I'm watching an imperfect team. I think we're fantastic, yep. but there's so many things we can work on. First thing I'll raise my hand and say free throws last in the big 12 on free throws right yep. now. And yep. that's going to be something when you play these closer games, you, you need to make them. And, um, and, and for whatever reason, I feel like we're almost more clutch, like in, in clutch time, free throws and whatever, yeah. but nonetheless, I, free throw is something we need to work on. Give me the Craig Brackens nitpick TJ Otzelberger nitpick this game a little bit on what they need to get buttoned up going into the back half of the season. It's funny. Cause I wonder if people would know what I would say before I say it, but for me, what irritated <laughs> me, and this is what we were saying before what irritated me about that game and what I'm not used to Iowa State not having is big man play. Mm. If you can shut Iowa State's guards down, who's going to score? <clears throat> if they struggle, if these guys aren't ice in their veins, who's going to score? You're not going to get it out the big man. I think Shun's gotten a lot better offensively through the season, but I, th I think that's fair because I, I think um, what one thing – Newt and I have almost been joking about because we turn into a broken record is if just one person gets hot, we're fine. It, that's what it feels like. And last year it felt like one person got hot one in every three, one in every four games. So we were losing more. And now mm -hmm. it feels like one person is getting hot almost every game. And now, and that's why we're able to put, you know, 70 points up this year. Whereas last year we were only putting up about 50 or so. So, um, I don't know. I, I do feel like we're getting better at, you know, down low, offensively through the season. I agree. I, I think it's not where you want. I, I think not, it's, not, it's not like the teams like, think about it. Like, is it, it TCU when their guards are yeah. struggling shooting, they throw it into that big fella. And, and they're bruisers. The yeah. 
like they're not just big dudes and screening. They throw it in and it's get out my way and it's a bucket. So now you got some momentum. Now the guards are now they start hitting a couple shots. You're worried about the inside. The outside comes back in. He's back to mm -hmm. offensive rebounding. And in the past, if you think about it, Iowa State's always had that inside outside. The guards will shoot. But then you had like a you had a me, you had a George, you had a Royce, you had even Kane played the four at a guard spot weird and killed posting up. Um, Edgem snuck out. Edgem, too. you get Edgem what I'm saying? Great. Like there was all, but you, but don't forget with Naz and Bab. Don't forget with Monte and 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 uh, and uh, and uh, uh, McGee. Like don't forget, you know what I'm? These there's always shooters, but there was always throw it inside. And, and kill him a little bit just give him a dose of everything because you can't stop at all and I just feel like it's not the same because basketball has moved away from just throwing it in the post but this is college they still have that and look at Purdue when Purdue knows you can't stop Edie they're throwing it in Edie and that's what wins them games because their guards are going to be their guards but their biggest advantage is 7-4 Edie that's why they're number one and that's where I think Houston's going to struggle. Yeah, they're the one of the best teams in the. They're not going to go far when they play against a Purdue. When they play against a, uh, I think it's who else has the big dude like a TCU. Um, somebody else has a big dude that's really it's like good. U UConn, I feel like they had a UConn? big dude who ate against us. Yeah, it's somebody. Yeah, it's enough. But you know what I mean. Like it's mm -hmm. a few teams that are. Alabama has a good big dude. They use the inside-outside game. They're one of the top teams, too. Those are the teams I think are going to go a little further because it's not just going to be guard play. There's going to be an advantage that people are losing out on, and that's big man play. And a part of me wants to – this is where the older player in me is like, let me get to Iowa State and just show these guys. You don't. It doesn't mean you. it's back to the basket because uh, – What's uh what's the big man for Iowa State? He he actually has a little back down, back down, he'll spin on you, a little layup, a little June? touch. Um what's his name? Is he, does he wear I think it is Shuni. Does he wear 21? He wears 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He has a he, he I see his game back down, back down, he'll put you in a in like like a chicken wing and he'll get to that layup. He went left, and I don't think he has a left, is what I saw yesterday, but they can get that from him and it worked. Mm -hmm. At times, I, they need more of that. Like the other guys need to do it too. So then, when you sub in and sub out, you can still throw it in. I just feel like they're they're missing that. I know the game has changed, but that's big still. Face up game. Um, you know, just you, where you could play out the post where the guards can kind of relax a little bit. And, and, yeah. and I think it's like if you're having that off shooting night, it can help open that up and you get better looks because then if you, if you can't go into the post or you can't get anything in the block or around the paint, then you're basically just shut down as a group unless someone can get going because it's like, right. you're not going to get good looks. They're not going to help off your guy, you know, like that kind of stuff. If they're the not Iowa a threat, game. you know, the Iowa game, they could have used the inside in the beginning when their shots were off and Iowa was hot. Shun picked up two fouls right away in it. But he he hit two fouls in the other like four minutes. That's that that I think that's a great point. You know what I mean? It's like, like it goes back to the point of like you can't ask Bob Jones to play twenty plus minutes at a high level consistently. That's hard. That that's that he's a great spark plug off the bench and, and like can bring that. I mean, and and Trey King's here now too. That that's another big thing. He he wasn't yeah, that, there helps, that, that helps. He you just know, got eligible. He's getting yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, was it Watson sneaky getting comfortable as hell with the team too? He's been he's been hitting threes. And Hassan uh, yeah, Ward's yeah. been getting good minutes. Too. Ward, Ward yep, back. yep. I'm learning. I'm learning all their names now because uh, I don't know them. So it's like the other the old yeah. the older other Cyclones. I used to go back and I you know met them and remember their names. So I'm starting to get their names down. But yeah, that I just think that's gonna that it's just gonna help on off because you can't be perfect every night like you know like girls had those that that north carolina game and you know he got this bad back and he he wasn't moving right his shots were short you know you don't have your your three-point specialist it could have been easy for him to throw it in they're scared help off of them easy catch and shoot get them going you know what i mean like there's little things that can help because I, I remember that iowa game what was it 23 to 2 and i'm just like and you guys are still jacking shots like where's the easy one Mm -hmm. They don't. I 
and Shun had like he said, Shun did get in foul trouble. That's your only inside guy. You you subbing all these bigs. Somebody got to do something. Yeah, we're also missing Jazz, aka That's the most important player. Yeah, I saw that. Amazing. Yeah, Jazz. Yeah. But... He he stretches the floor. He does stretch the floor. He does go inside offensive rebounds. He's a veteran. He does you know the dirty mean? work, man. He's like he the fucking I like janitor. Him. I like it. You know what's crazy? That janitor. Uh, that's a good year, nickname for him. The janitor. The first year of TJ, I wasn't a fan of his. But as the season started going, I start realizing what he was doing, and I go, you know what? I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. He gives. He he just like. You know, there might be a couple times where you're like, you probably shouldn't have shot that three. I think sometimes he'll do that a little bit. But God damn it, he's always working his ass off on the boards. He's always playing defense. He's trying to get himself in position. He's taking charges, doing the hard stuff, you know, getting in contact, but getting it right. Like he plays, like I think that's the thing with this team is they play defense so well because they draw charges because they know where you're going and they beat you to the spot because they're like, I am like – that's the beauty of basketball where like people will bitch about, it, but it's like everyone's entitled to the same space. And if the defender gets there before the offensive guy and the offensive guy initiates contact, that's a charge. That's just what it Listen, is. They're better than me. I hated the charge drill. I wasn't taking the charge. Sorry. <laughs> it's just that just, Hey, I knew who I was and I knew who I wasn't. So TJ got these dudes. Everybody will take a charge. Everybody is helping each other. And I, and I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't help on defense. I just wasn't taking the charge. I didn't like them. So these like to get your team to fight to give up their bot. That's another level, man. That's another level of trust. You know what I mean? They 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 will die for each other. Is basically how I'm gonna put it. You know what I mean? I see that on the court. Like that's my brother. The my favorite thing, and this is just like from what I'm used to being a pro, and you don't really get teams to do this. These are the teams that win champion. They huddle after everything, no matter how bad mm-hmm. the call is. No matter what it is, they huddle, they talk, their facial expressions don't change. That is elite. You can't, you can't teach that. You can teach it, but there's just certain guys like that got put into them and they accepted it and they're doing it and probably don't even know they're doing it. That's crazy to me. Like I love Iowa State for that because that's that elite Kansas. That's that. Duke back in the day, the North Carolinas, you know, like those are those teams doing that right now. Like that's that championship basketball. I, I, Craig, I think you said it best early. You said these guys play for the name on the front. The name Absolutely. on the back is so irrelevant to them. And, and you see it when they play. Absolutely. Any of these guys would be like, I don't give a shit if I score zero points tonight, as long as we get a W. You can't oh, find that absolutely. a lot in sports. There's a lot of people who would be like, Hey, I want my 30 and I don't give a shit right. what happens. Or or I want to I want to do this or I like I want the ball at this moment. They don't give a fuck. They're just like we'll do whatever it takes to win. If if I'm the one who needs to step up and take more shots, if I'm cold and I need to work more defensively and get myself going and and hit the boards hard because I just I I'm not shooting well or doing whatever, like these guys do that and it's They're it's, happy for each other. If yes. Grill got 30 that night, they're going crazy if Gabe has 30 that night, they're going crazy. If King scores 30 and has 10 dunks one night, they're going to – it doesn't matter. They're not mad that he didn't get his 30 again or I'm the I'm the scorer. Hey, it might not work like that, and that's what makes you dangerous. When you have – you got to worry about every – you can't stop at all. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. That's what – when I played, that was Kansas. You know what I mean? It's Mario Chambers. It's uh, Russell Robinson and Sharon Collins is coming off the bench. You know what I mean? Like, what? They won the championship that year. Like, they were – when they subbed, it didn't get better. It got worse. Like, that's that sucks. <laughs> this came in with especially fresh legs. Like, You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, especially a guy that plays 33 minutes. Like, I'm seeing these waves of, like, oh, I did a good job. Uh, When's the next uh, media uh, timeout? Jackson is done. Sasha Khan, he's tired. And it's like, Darrell Arthur's coming in. I'm like, huh? That is, that's not even better. He's actually better than <laughs> Then it's like, oh. Russell Robinson, Mario Thomas, they off today. Sharon Collins come in killing. I'm like, oh. Then at that time, it was like you have freshman Cole Aldridge, All-American. I'm like, God, he don't even play. But he's an All-American. I'm like, this is not fair. Like, no. Like, uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. Like, (laughs) they were different back then, bro. Like, you know, I – 
And then, like, but then it's easier, like, a Beasley and Bill Walker. Like, just them two. Like, make the rest. I don't know the rest of the team. Make That's easy. When your whole team is nice, you don't want that smoke. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been. Katie, like, when they had that team, who, who? everybody's going to score. You got Steph, you got Katie, you got Clay. Like, that was stupid. I've always been impressed. And then and Campbell has this too on just how uh, mentally strong, you know, both Otzelberger and Campbell get their athletes. Uh, b- by the way, Craig, I do know that Newt has to get going in like a few okay. minutes because he has another uh, obligation. But um, I do have another question. And this is yep. one of my favorites. Um, so kind of a little run on joke we have here. Whenever we want to act smart, We'll talk about who's the most important player versus who's the best player. And so I always said Aliyah's Kunch just because of all the effort he gives on the, you know, on the extracurricular end, I would say. Until I asked Oshun Oshuni about it, and he said, I think our most important player is the CEO. Have you had a chance to look at, you know, our, our bench or Conrad Holly on our on our bench at all? Yeah. Oh, I watch the bench. He's insane. So he, Okay. Every time there's even like a, a a little bit above average play that we have, he'll just be going berserk, and, oh, and you can really tell. Flexing, he be flexing, oh, screaming, yeah, he goes hey, insane. I like him. I'm, like, do we have any, or did you have any players when you were with Iowa State? I'm prop. I'm gonna be honest. I've never seen anyone like have an impact off the bench like I've seen with him. So I'm not gonna say anyone's touched him. But have you had those like team leaders, whether they're on the bench, who will just like, you know. You, you can just really feel the energy they bring in and you can tell the actual impact it makes on the rest of the team. Do you ever have any of those players when you were at Iowa state? Absolutely. Uh, Sean Haluska. Sean Haluska. Sean Haluska was, he was different. Sean, Sean Haluska, Brian Peterson was the engine of mm. motivation for our team. Brian Peterson was a walk on that earned a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Sean Haluska guarded every player didn't care, didn't ask no questions, was a beast in the weight room, the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. Like, if you had a bad day, you talk to Sean. Just just go say hi to Sean. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Sean Haluska, he was, he was the epitome of, like, I was young, talented, immature, and those two guys were, like, I used to do stuff in practice, and no matter – what I did, they always try to come talk to me and they should have probably punched me in the face, to be honest. And it was just one of, and I knew what I was doing. And it's like, you guys are still trying to help my crazy self. You know what I'm saying? So for me in my era, it was, it was Brian Peterson and Sean Haluska a thousand percent. All right. I love that. And mm-hmm. damn it, dude. I, I I had some other questions. We gotta have you on again because I wanna I wanna Me time, get man. You talk about crypto again. I wanna get you talking about crypto. Oh, yeah, we, we didn't get to that yet. Anytime, I, I need I need you to fill me in on, on crypto some other time. But hey, yep. really appreciate you coming on, especially with late notice. Um, Newt, any last questions before we peace out? No, but Craig, this is awesome, and we'd love to have you on because I feel like I can talk basketball with you forever and this cyclone season is fun as hell. So absolutely. I love I love the fact that I can bring my era and then you guys help me with like this era. You know what I mean? And it's just cyclone basketball. I don't really get to talk cyclone basketball with anybody. So this just it brings back memories. It makes me happy. You know, I want to get on, I want to coach with them. You know what I mean? Like it might yeah. be something that I might look into or something. I don't know, but um yeah yeah you guys just i mean this is this is just it's always brightens my day so i really appreciate you guys having me on and anytime man just let me know and i i'm ready we're we're gonna take you up on that we'll have you again soon and um dude appreciate you hopping on one last thing roll clones roll clones baby roll clones baby (laughs) that's right